0: Hello, my name is Israel. I've been involved in hip-hop since the 1980s as an artist, producer, radio show host, journalist, documentarian, magazine editor, hip-hop advocate, and pundit. Over the years, I've interviewed hundreds of interesting people in music, media, and more. Welcome to Sounds from the Underground, the podcast from Insomniac Magazine, where we learn from both those who reside below the surface and those who've preached it. All right, welcome to Insomniac Magazine. Sounds from the Underground podcast. Of course, my name is Israel. And today, instead of hearing from one guest, we actually have five submissions. Some of these folks might be familiar to some of our listeners. They are all hip-hop practitioners. And I put out a call for artists to share not only a little bit about themselves, but also about their takeaways, things that they have learned uh, from marketing, from marketing activities uh, that they have been involved in. So this is going to be an opportunity to learn uh, from some of the folks out there doing maybe what you're doing and, and maybe for folks that are thinking about ways to expand their marketing activities Hopefully you're going to get some actionable tips uh, from some of our guests today. Anybody that's familiar with Insomniac Magazine, especially back from its origins in the 90s, knows that our original purpose was not only to expose artists that otherwise were not getting shine, but also to teach folks about hip-hop from a business Perspective. And one of the things that in many ways has been lacking uh, over the years with more and more music becoming available because of the democratization of distribution, you know, once upon a time, it was really uh, only labels that could legitimately bring music to market because they controlled. Uh, distribution. Today, obviously, clearly, anyone and everyone has access to distribution. Because of that, we have more music than ever before. That is a good thing. That being said, there are a lot of artists that I come across, some of which sound amazing, have great music, that have been lacking when it comes to marketing. And some folks might say, well, you know, uh, I'm an artist. I'm not into the business side. At the end of the day, if you're an artist, I imagine that you want your music to reach as many people as possible. That would hopefully grow your fan base. Uh, That being said, if you're not doing some of the basic marketing activities, uh, you're going to miss out on reaching as many people as you potentially can, right? So fundamental things like a bio, Uh, So many times I come across artists that I am trying to learn a little bit more about and I go on their uh, social media page. I go on their website if they have a website, right? At this point, everyone should have a website, I think. Uh, Even though everyone has a presence on social media, you don't own that presence. You don't own that channel, right? I mean, If they decide to change the rules on you, if they decide for whatever reason to call it quits or to suspend you, right, to suspend your account, you have essentially lost your piece of real estate in their world. So obviously having a website uh, allows for you to have your own piece of real estate that nobody could infringe on. So, so many times I visit artists, uh, spaces, whatever, wherever that might be. You know, maybe on a streaming platform uh, such as Bandcamp or Spotify or SoundCloud. And something as fundamental as a bio is nowhere to be found. Like, I can't learn the most basic things about this artist. You know, like, where are they from? I mean, that's like the bare bones minimum. Like, where are you from? Uh, Maybe other things like who inspired you? What style of hip hop? are you making and other things maybe that would be worthwhile knowing about that artist. And because they don't have a bio, I don't know. And to be quite frank, too many times there's not enough time to find out, you know, to, to, to ask, uh, because there's too many other artists that are indeed providing that information. So it's imperative that you have, you have basic information like a bio, on your platform whatever that might be my recommendation is that you have that bio everywhere including your own website that's really one basic thing uh, another uh, basic thing that a lot of times is lacking are just quality images photos of the artist uh, that uh, are of good quality meaning that they're that they're not blurry that they show the artist in a way that makes sense for their brand. A lot of times folks just haphazardly throw up any image there, and it's just not necessarily a good look, literally a good look. So with that in mind, I put out a call to learn uh, from artists that are out there doing their thing to share uh, some of their takeaways from their activities and uh i had some folks that were awesome enough to go ahead and do that so first things first let's hear from the amazing indigo phoenix
1: peace i'm indigo phoenix originally from brooklyn new york currently residing in atlanta georgia and i am the founder and member of the triad the supergroup, and also the rugged triad label um Bahamidea is my hip-hop inspiration. I feel like she's just the embodiment of an MC, and especially in a female, she just flows so eloquently. She has class, um, just a unique perspective, a distinct voice and flow. And she's just always so classy yet hardcore. And I just respect that so much in her. That What makes the music and the brand distinctive, I feel, is when you see... The trident um, that symbolizes the rugged triad is a symbol of power, symbol of unity and um, connectedness. Each member brings their own unique style to the table. Jay Hustle motto: Frankie Waffles. I think we're kind of raw and uninhibited in how we deliver and the content. And collectively, we just gel well together. Um, As far as marketing goes, I've always felt cross-promotion is the best way to go about doing things. Finding like-minded people who share ambition and vision and aligning yourselves with those people to uh, promote your music and you promote theirs as well. And it's worked well for me. Lessons learned. Everybody doesn't rock with you. So, you know, sometimes cross-promotion can go a little slow when you can't link with those proper people, but when you do, um, for the most part, it goes well. I also implement conference calls. There's planning, there's strategizing, there's creating a realistic timeline uh, for progress, measuring the progress, um, having the proper team to execute your strategy, and just making sure that you're planning accordingly and that everything is top-notch is quality versus quantity. I feel like that's the biggest thing and making sure that your brand is polished, that overall your brand is a proper representation of you. Um, i just like to thank Insomniac for allowing me to speak, and you can find my music on Bandcamp or streaming services, Indigo, P-H-O-E-M-Y-X.
0: Thanks so much, Indigo, for all of those great points about keeping your brand on point, and you certainly do that, I want to recommend that everybody go out there and check out Indigo Phoenix on your favorite streaming platforms. I also have to concur with your thoughts on the wonderful Bahamadia. definitely an example of a supreme lyricist, especially someone that doesn't get as much shine, I think, as she should get in the history of of hip-hop the other gem that indigo dropped had to do with measurement paying attention to those metrics if you're posting something on social media and you don't really know if it's resonating with your audience or not and you're just continuing to post that kind of thing over and over again just maybe because you like it without really knowing if it's connecting that's probably not the best approach And clearly, all of these platforms have ways to look at the analytics and to pay attention to measure what's working and what's not working. So, wonderful point, Phoenix. And let's check out our next submission.
2: Hello, my name is Irie One. I am an MC and producer from Tustin, California. My hip-hop inspiration has mainly been the culture overall itself. I spent a lot of time in my youth just reading books, watching music videos, watching people do their thing, and it translated into what I do today. And the reason that my music is so distinctive and my brand is so distinctive is because I can do a lot of different things. I do graphic design, video editing, I do MC work for people if they want to do collabs, I send them verses, Um, and of course, I make beats. A unique marketing activity I've done is go to small literary events, because I make zines and small photography books. My first book was taken over the course of about a five-year period. So I put a lot of time into whatever I do. It's not just a fly-by-night thing or an overnight thing. It's taken me so many years to get to where I am today. And doing these things, I believe, uh, were effective in helping me reach other people.
0: Thank you, Irie One, for that submission. I love the fact that you talked about finding ways to expand your reach when it comes to creativity. Artists, in so many ways, are creative in a lot of different spaces. So the fact that you are expanding that by making your books available in places that you exhibit at live events I think is a perfect way to not only potentially reach new audiences but also possibly find new ways to monetize your art so I want to thank you for that and also if you want to learn more about Irie One who uh, we certainly have featured on Insomniac Magazine as well as in the Go Phoenix on multiple occasions. Check him out at I R I E one the number one underscore sacred music. That's I R I E number one underscore sacred music. So let's check out our next submission.
3: Mike. check 1212. My name is Sam LaRoche. I also go by Black Sheep Mixtape. I go by both artist names. Um, I grew up in Stanford, Connecticut, and then I moved out to Queens, then Brooklyn, and um, I lived there for like eight years or so and then moved out to Jersey. But I still work in Manhattan, and I'm still out performing in New York City and recording there as well. Um, Something that's different... About my music is, um, I use a lot of spoken word, and poetic elements. Um, I'm driven by lyrics and storytelling. And um, so I would say that would separate me from a lot of things you definitely hear on mainstream, probably, or a lot of different, you know, not as many rappers are adding like spoken word into their music. A marketing technique I would suggest because there's so many different ways you can put your money into something and not have a return is um including other rappers, local-based rappers, people that you've met at open mics or shows um, that are on like the same level as you are. Have them come on uh, your album or single that you're putting out and do a feature, do 16 Bars. Um, This way, when you do promote the song, they're also promoting it because it's them also on the song. So they're going to be putting it out to their fan base and friends. And this is a way for you to get some extra traction. A way that this probably won't work is if they're not, you know, putting it out there. So you want to make sure people that you do have on your album are also engaged on their social medias. Um, If you're interested in following me um, and my music, you can find Sam LaRoche or Black Sheep Mixtape. Both are on Spotify and you can um, also find my music and that I post a lot of freestyles on my Instagram um, at I am Sam LaRoche and uh, that's it.
0: Thanks so much for that submission, Sam. And you made some great points. I would imagine that beyond having a collaboration that's going to help you expand your art creatively also finding someone that's going to help you reach new audiences would also be an important thing to look for and certainly a benefit. And part of that would be to find someone that is known to be a, a good promoter uh, of their art. Someone that is willing to spread the word about the creation because there's nothing worse than having somebody that, You collaborate with, and you can't even get a post uh, from them about whatever it is that you uh, worked on together. So, I certainly think that is great advice. As well, I like the fact that you talked a little bit about the other side of your art, the spoken word, because I would imagine that that also gives you an opportunity to reach an audience in a totally different space, maybe than you would reach somebody through music. In the same way that Irie talked a little bit about his poetry and the fact that he's able to take his poetry books to these events, I would imagine that you're also able to perform at spoken word events, which potentially is going to help you find a new audience. So thanks again for dropping those tools and let's check out our next contribution.
4: Yo, what up? I go by the name of Mark 4, aka Mark 40. From a little city out west called Oxnard, California. Somebody that I really took for big inspiration was like Nipsey, Master P, Immortal Technique, Necro, 38 Specs, because they all push the same thing, which is, you know, stick to your own shit, hustle, huff the middle man. You know, you could do it yourself. That's kind of what we doing with the Money Tree movement. What makes my brand unique, or our brand unique, I should say, is that the Money Tree stands for. Um, Keep the same hustle, but on different branches. So whatever you do, you know what I'm saying? We got people that shoot videos. We got people that do beats. You know, keep that same hustle. Keep your same foot forward on whatever you do. Me and my shit, my music, you know, I think I I know a way of picking the good beats that I should get on. You know what I'm saying? So production, uh, true stories about my life. But um, for me, I, I figured out that a great effective strategy for me is ads through, like, Instagram and Facebook, even though it's kind of bullshit now with the algorithms. You could target whoever you want to target. And a dollar goes a long way, believe it or not, if you put it within the span of, like, 30 days. So let's say you have a budget of, I don't know, two $300. You could technically put, like, a dollar towards that. Towards, let's say you want to target, like, Europe. You want to target... XXL because you got something that's similar to that, you know, target that and then use the tag lookalike. And what that's going to do is it's going to produce impressions on people that look like their core audience. So whatever you do, you know, and and I can't say that I got it all figured out just yet because, you know, I'm still I'm still doing the underground thing. For me, that's effectively helped out my promotion. And another thing that I could say that really helps out is just consistency, man. A lot of times as artists, especially, we overthink shit. People just want to see you. So just keep dropping shit and make sure it's tight. And somebody going to fuck with it. And your shit's going to grow. It may not be overnight. But, you know, brick by brick, piece by piece, you'll have a castle pretty soon. Um, Where you can hear my music, you can hear everywhere. You know, YouTube, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Napster, Google Play. But if you want to really check me out, um, head to mark4traps.com, that's um, www.mark4traps.com, you can get merch, but you could also listen to my last project, Opioids, um, had a limited edition vinyl, that shit sold out, I had some limited edition t-shirts, that shit sold out, but I got, do got other things on there that you could check out, Peace 10 Insomniac Magazine, they always show love, you know what I'm saying, new projects dropping soon, feel me?
0: Thanks so much to Mark for that contribution. You mentioned some iconic hip-hop artists that came up on their own. People obviously like Nipsey Hussle, Immortal Technique, uh, Master P. And if you think about it, once upon a time, coming up and breaking through independently was such an amazing feat because it really took a lot more than just talent it took business acumen, it took, in many ways, having a strong team, and a lot of those things haven't changed. I think one of the biggest changes is that once upon a time, it costs a lot of money to reach people outside of getting in front of people at a show. I mean, if you wanted to reach people Uh, through radio, if you wanted to reach people through print advertisements, if you wanted to reach people through television, it would cost so much money to do that. And as Mark said, you know, you could literally place ads on fill in the blank platform You know, and you could have a budget as low as just a few dollars. I think the most important thing to keep in mind is if you're an independent artist and you're taking your career seriously, it's a business, which means you're going to have expenses. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to have uh, an ungodly budget, but you're going to have to have a budget, even if it is as Mark mention just a few dollars a day if it's targeted right it's going to help you get further than not doing it i think too many times artists idea about marketing and promotions is limited to dming people uh about their music posting on their channels on a regular basis but they don't think much about actually spending a little bit of money to reach people that otherwise wouldn't see that message. You know, so it's kind of like you're beating the same people over the head over and over again with the message as opposed to expanding that and reaching new people. So wonderful points, Mark And the other thing as a side note that I appreciated is that he talked about merchandise, right? And clearly that's another great way to be able to expand your brand, not to mention a potential form of revenue. But at the same time, you have to be creative with that too, right? If you're going to just take a bland logo and slap it on a shirt or, you know, put out a, a record and your art isn't, uh, spectacular then it's likely that nobody's gonna pay attention to it. So putting effort into the development of those products I think is also paramount. So great point, uh Mark. Appreciate that. Alright, so
5: let's get to our next submission. What's good, Insomniac magazine? This is three five representing that 1986. I'm originally from Atlanta but at the moment I reside in Washington DC. Uh my hip hop inspiration was my older brother. He had a stereo set back when I was growing up that played a lot of early 90s classics, so thanks to that I was exposed to the culture from very early. What makes my brand and music distinctive, I would say is simply how it sounds. The pattern or the cadence I use as an MC is different from all others, and I'm not afraid to be proud of that difference. Something unique I've done to help spread my reach would be the utilization of a website called repost exchange which has helped me to it's helped me increase my followers and engagement on SoundCloud and it's also taught me to be consistent with my promotions towards certain songs more than others listeners can find me at soundcloud.com i am 35 both numbers spelled out or i am 35.com peace
0: All right, 3-5, I want to thank you for that submission. You made some great points. Specifically, I love the fact that you talked a little bit about your early inspirations coming from the uh, stereo that your brother had. I think in, in, in so many ways, there is a lot of value in understanding, and I've talked about this so many times, there's a lot of value in understanding and appreciating what's come before you because if you could understand and you could be aware of the genius of why certain artists succeeded previously you might be able to apply that to your career you know and one of the things that you mentioned had to do with delivery and cadence and even maybe the sound of your voice I think that is so important In hip-hop, right? I mean, anybody could rap, right? What makes you different from everyone else beyond the lyrical content and the music is also how you deliver it, how you sound, the tonality. And there's so much to get from artists that have come before you that have really broken those barriers that have not only stood the test of time, but also found ways to break apart from the masses there's some names that come up time and time again but also keep in mind that there is a rich history in this genre and there are artists out there that you maybe have never heard of before that could provide all types of insight into what you might want to do creatively and sound wise with your career if you know about them right you have artists like Saphir Aesop Rock, I mean, these artists had very distinctive voices and also unique flows. ODB, right? Slick Rick, Rock Kim, even more recently, West Side Gun, right? The distinct nature of his voice, that high pitched delivery, DMX's gravelly voice, right? Just in the previous episode of the podcast, we had Chuck D. I mean, is there a more commanding voice in hip-hop than that of Chuck D's, right? There's no one that sounds like Chuck. After all these years, there hasn't been anyone that has come into the game that sounds like him. Nobody's going to confuse his voice with anyone else. So I highly recommend that you go back and you not only become exposed and learn about maybe some of the names that come up time and time again, but some of those names that you really have to dig for could in some ways provide the most value as far as insight into what you might do to separate yourself from the masses. I'm not saying to copy what they're doing. I'm just saying to understand what made them distinct and then see how you could maybe take some of those lessons and apply it to what it is that you do. So I want to thank 3-5 for his contribution. I also want to thank him for the recommendation of that tool Repost Exchange. I have no doubt there are going to be some folks that are going to check that out to help them spread the word about what they have going on. As always, if you're not subscribed, be sure to do so on your favorite app. Check us out on InsomniacMagazine.com and, of course, on Twitter, on Instagram, at insommag, since 96 insommag, since 96 And if you forget all that, then just check us out at InHipHop.com, right? And spread the word. It's only been, what, like a quarter century? All right, till next time. Peace.